Good morning and welcome to Summer Breakfast. If you're listening on SEN 1170 AM in here in Sydney, as we fill the chairs for Vossi and Brandy. And for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Ben Davis will be along from 6 a.m. Queensland time filling in for Patton Hills. Or if you're listening right across the SEN network, good morning to you. Heaps of sport to discuss this morning, including the Aussie Hopes coming to a sad end last night at the Australian Open after Alex Demonor was eliminated. The Sydney Sixers to host the big, big Bash final at the SCG and Mac Horton's shock retirement announcement yesterday. Now, that was one of the hottest nights on record here in Sydney. And uh, I'm joined this morning by Jalissa Apps, J.A. Mm. How'd you go sleeping last night? Didn't. Didn't sleep. Just straight up didn't. Just but didn't, soldiering didn't. on this I morning. Wouldn't have, I wouldn't have slept five minutes. What? Nothing. Oof. Zilch. How I are you feeling? Alex How are the energy le- levels this morning? The energy levels right now are good, but I reckon there's going to be a hard come down real <laughs> about that second hour of the show. Just to confirm, you were trying to sleep. You weren't partying. Oh no! I should have. I should have. You should have partied. Out. Yeah. I did this on. I did this on New Year's Eve. Like on New Year's Eve was my first day back at work, and yep. I was like, "All right, be responsible. Better go home." Like. And then I did the exact same thing. And you may as well just go out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the. Th- I think um, as I get a little bit older and struggle a little bit more with uh, hangovers this day and age, I think it's it, it is more the sleep than the alcohol that gets you the next day. Yeah, and it's just like, like you would feel hungover now. Yeah. Yeah, and like yeah. just frustrated and not <laughs> not happy with the world. Yeah. Okay. So, so it wasn't because of demon or that you didn't sleep, but did you stay up and watch? Uh, the game last night. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, that was about halfway through my night. <laughs> it didn't last long enough. Uh, despite it being a very long match, I think I feel like it ended maybe about midnight. I was just, I stopped looking at the clock at this point. Uh, but it was just, it, you know, very evenly matched players in terms of just their effort. Uh, mm. That's how they're winning games, both yeah. of them. Effort. Yeah. Um, and Demonor just in that last set just was outpowered. And the sad thing about it is you can't, and I don't want to be on doom and gloom, but I've had no sleep, so bear with me. Yeah. But the, you can't see how he can do much more. Like he, He's redlining. He, he's had, except for putting, he needs more power. So I don't know, um, maybe you are an expert in this as someone who power? trains people. Yeah. Yeah. Just being a just gun. generally power. Just yeah. power. Uh, but maybe it's just literally needing getting to the gym and just bulk up massively. But if you look at, I was looking at some old footage that we had at channel seven of him, maybe three years ago, four years ago, he has bulked up incredibly yeah. Yeah. and it's still, he's lacking that power. And in the uh, fifth set just faded and it's not an attitude thing. It's not an effort thing. There's no, no area you can fix except for that. So I went to bed just after the end of the fourth set. Oh, how? How? Maybe. And how? Yeah. Like I can't go to sleep if I'm watching a really good game. Or oh, something. really? Oh, no, no. I'm, sleeping is one of my superpowers. That's one of the things you have to learn as a swimmer is to sleep. Naps. Mm. I can straight really? into a nap, oh, middle of the day, worst straight player. out of a nap. Um, but... Went to bed at the end of the fourth set and I was thinking, he's got the momentum here. The crowd was behind him, expecting to wake up, look at my phone and see Demonor through to the, the quarterfinals. Mm. What happened in the fourth oh, set? Just 
so quickly faded and um, energy or no no not him just Rublev just took it up to another yep. level yep. and just outpowered him yeah. and just like it, it, it there wasn't much he could do like yeah. he, even you know there was a point there where he, uh, Rublev had match point and Demonol saved it mm. and it, like it, he was not giving up. Yep. For anything, but you just think, what else? What more can he do? And so likable because we find tennis players, it's a hard sport to like people in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. And it, well, but how about this? So I, I've speak to, you know, young up and coming athletes a lot. The, the part of tennis players that maybe you don't like, right, is to be the best in the world at anything. And, and I'm sure, you know, People will text in and tell us 0457736736, all these examples of players that regardless of where they got to were still likable. But there's something to be the best in the world at uh, sport, maybe even business, maybe any any job you do where you have to have a certain level of bravado. Mm -hmm. Some would call it arrogance. Some would call it confidence. But something that a certain swagger where you know you're the best mm. and you act like it, you talk like yep. it, and then as a result, you play like it. And Demonor is very humble. He's very softly spoken. Stark so contrast. he needs to be a bit more... How do I say this nicely? In rugby league, you'd say they have a bit of... About them. A little bit of a uh, four-letter word about them. Um, I can't even work that, what out you're saying. Like I know where you're going, but I can't work out what the word is. Mm. <laughs> People listening at home will know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a very rugby league term. You've got to have a bit of this about you. And, um, that displays itself in many different ways, but often, often it's perceived as arrogance, but, uh, you know, and, and Demonor is fighting against, he's not a a six foot five guy with a massive serve. He's not a curious who, who's Tricky so, shots. yeah, he can, you know, hit the ball between his legs and, you know, curious has that about him, which is why a lot of people hate him. Some people love him, but he's got that X factor where we're, we're so frustrated watching curious because we know he could win a major. Yeah. You watched him yeah. and I, and you're not, you're not frustrated. I, I wasn't frustrated watching him last night. I'm going, this guy is redlining. He's giving it all. There's nothing left out on that court for Demonor. He won't go to sleep at night thinking what could have been because he, he lays it down the line every time. But, yeah, he is missing that, just that little bit of X factor, yes, but also swagger, bravado. Um, you know, it's the reason we love or hate Djokovic. It's the reason we love or hate Kyrgios. I don't – see, I think in tennis it's it's more – pronounced in tennis that kind of bravado and thing because they start from such a young age and they're mm. told from such a young age, you're the best in the world, you'll be the best in the world. You know, it's just a really different sport because it's not a – it's not it's such an individual sport, right? There's no yeah. team element about it. There's no. starting to be teams, you know, but not really. Like, you yeah. know, there's team competitions. That right. don't, that they're don't just mean individuals much. coming together, Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah. And, and so – but I – I don't necessarily think, like, would you say Roger Federer had that? Yeah, really? big time. When you saw him early, he was smashing uh, early rackets. On, he, he was, was a bit of so a... So he, yeah. he learned how to temper it, but it was there in spades. He just, it probably behind a closed door, he probably worked walked in the dressing room, 
closed the doors to the cameras and it then went. smashed five rackets and head-butted a locker, I reckon, yeah. <laughs> if he lost. Um, but the other thing, you, you see it now with these sporting documentaries. So I'm not sure if you watched The Breakpoint, the tennis documentary. Well, no, it was on Netflix. But you see it much more in, say, A Drive to Survive on Netflix. Oh, yeah. The attitude of those guys. So that's a little peek behind the curtains of like – we are the best drivers in the world and we know it and we act like it. How that's perceived, again, in that show, it's just exciting and there's the politics of it. But the the attitude of those guys, then I watched The Breakpoint and all these young up-and-coming tennis players at the moment had, they almost revered Nadal and Djokovic and, and Federer to, to a lesser extent because he was at the back end of his career. But uh, none of them seemed to have that, in rugby league terms, what I'm wanting to say. I think, I still can't work out what you are saying. I'd love, when we're off air, you're going to have to tell me. But I think Zverev did and does. Yeah, potentially. I potentially. think Zverev definitely potentially. has the, um, you're drawing, you're writing notes ah, to Ah, my pen's not this working. This is like we're in class, <laughs> writing <laughs> notes to each other. But uh, no, I, I think Zverev for, sh- for sure. Yeah. But I think Zverev loses. I mean, the biggest thing about Zverev is his serve. Once he loses that, once he gets the yips, which he has uh, plenty of time, mm. he just absolutely loses it. Um, so, yeah, poor demon. I mean... No more Aussies. No more Aussies. No, no more Storm Aussies. Hunter was the uh, last female and yeah. she's gone. So, no more Aussies. How does this affect the Open? Uh, do you... Are you a tennis... Like, I'll, I'll watch any tennis. I'll watch ATP anything. Really? Yep. Yep. The only tennis I watch all year is the Australian Open. Right. I yeah. think that's most people. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think my, probably because I don't sleep, it's on at strange times, I'll watch it. Or yeah. Like or darts. So you don't sleep normally? I'm not a good sleeper. Wow. No, I'm a very bad sleeper, James. Yeah, right. This is, a, this is an ongoing Where thing. Where are, when, the, there's no bags under the eyes yet. Are they going to come around like lunchtime or? Uh, I think I'll just, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They come, yeah. Well, well, I'm I'm quite used to because you know I can't have too much sleep. I'm one of those people that if I get eight hours, it is chaotic. Really chaotic for the next few nights. For the next few nights, I won't sleep a wink. So I think that's what happened to me. You're made for the media. Yep. Not as an athlete though, because athletes we that's sleeping is everything. Well, sleep's so important um, for living. Yeah, I'll give you some tips off air about sleeping. Thank How about you. that? Hey, let's listen to some audio on Demonor speaking last night after his loss. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough, tough match too. Um, yes, yeah, uh, to finish up my my campaign here, obviously had aspirations for for more, but um, yeah, my time here was cut short. Uh, Andre. Deserved the win today. He he played too good um, in the fourth and fifth set. He kind of, um, in my eyes, just let go and started swinging freely and caught a little purple patch. And yeah, it was uh, it was too good in the end. I even feel sorry for him listening to the interview. Oh, yeah. He's so nice. He's Come so on, Damon. Nice. I I think I. I think he could get to a Grand Slam final. Could he beat a Djokovic in a Grand Slam final? Probably not. Not many can, but we love him as an Aussie and we're backing him to, to bounce back from this. Yeah, All right. You're number 10 for – watching this last night, I was like, you're number 10 for a reason. Like yeah. The rankings are so in tennis where you are. Yeah. 
Well, the, the, the one I was confused by, I switched on the tennis in the middle of the day. can't remember his name, but the guy playing Djokovic. Come on. Oh, yeah. Six and love, Marina, six love, Marina. and it was four love in the four, uh, third. Yeah. Man, he was getting spanked. He's and he was number five. Yeah, but he was number 20, and they were saying after this tournament he's going to be number 17. The gap between one and 17. Yeah. Oh, Especially boy. In the, at the moment, I'm, I feel like it's the biggest it's been recently. In a while. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that was interesting to see. All right, staying on tennis, uh, Sabalenka has revealed a strange pre-match superstition following her win yesterday, which involves signing the bald head of her fitness coach. Let's have a listen to her fitness, uh, her superstition talk. We just like to do weird shit, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we just started this. I mean, I just did it before the first match, and after after I won the first match, I just told Jason, it's my fitness coach. I told him like. Well, I guess it's a routine right now. And he's like, he's really, he's not happy with that, but he understands everything. <laughs> a little superstition, maybe? I mean, I think so, yes. It's <laughs> uh, just, side note, big Sabalenka, a Sabalenka fan. Signing, is he bald? Is he, is he she's signing a bald head? Must be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, he's bald. <laughs> what you... I, it could have been his forehead. Wait, you think she's getting spray paint out and spray painting Could have been straight hair. across the forehead. She's I, doing that's a, a weird tag one. in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, superstitions. Go on, James. Tell Because you wouldn't tell me pre-show. I was like, well, did you have any superstitions? And you were like, you'll find out on the show. Well, I don't want to use all the content. Save it for air. Save it yeah. for air. Uh, my, my big superstition while I was racing was uh, I'd wear the same pair of goggles until I lost a race in them, and then I'd swap them. Okay. Uh, so we, particularly in my younger career, we used to wear these goggles. They were called Swedish goggles. They were Speedo brand or whatever, okay. but they only had one strap, one thin strap. Oh, yeah. And it was string that you tied together the nose piece, and oh. then they had no sort of uh, padding on them. They just used to sit inside your oh, eye socket. Sound terribly uncomfortable. They were very uncomfortable. And there was a point there where I hadn't lost a race in – maybe 18 months going on two years and these goggles were on their last legs and I'm walking out for uh, world championship finals or whatever. I'm looking at these goggles going, oh, this could be the night <laughs> that these yeah, things they... break. But such was my superstition. That you were willing I, to risk it all. Yes, risk it all. To the point where I was, I think I might've worn them in maybe like a, a butterfly race or a 200 freestyle or something else just to take a loss in them so I could sort out for a better Stop pair. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was a big thing for me. But all little things, like I, I can't remember exactly, but on race day I'd have to do the exact same warm-up. Um, when I was younger, I'm pretty sure I used to not step on cracks, uh, yep. which is a weird one. You were saying that's uh, – I should look into that. Could be a bit of a problem. <laughs> I'd say I that's maybe, maybe, we te- maybe we tell our therapist, not the listeners. Uh, do you have any superstitions? I don't think so. I pr- Probably just weird stuff I do. Yeah, that yeah, That I yeah. reckon during the morning will come to me. But no, not any superstitions where I'm like, if I don't do this, I'm going to have a bad day or... I know for football players, a lot of them, same pair of underpants or same pair of yeah, um, Speedos or budgie smugglers they wear, often wear now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Same pair of underpants when you're a football player would be a little bit. This is not a superstition, but my uh, one of my uncle is not really my uncle. You know how you got those people. Um, he, on my 18th birthday, gave me um, $50 in a letter 
And he did that to his daughters as well. And he said, if you keep this in your wallet, you'll never run out of money. And so like, you'll never need the $50. The $50 mm. will... So I've always had 50. Don't rob me. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had that same $50 note forever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still, I haven't even unwrapped it from the letter because it's it, still in the letter. Yeah. He's still in the letter in my wallet because. Is that a bit bulky? You know, it's like his tiny little letter. Oh. Like it, um, but it's still sitting in my wallet because, and I guess maybe that's a superstition. Well, I definitely would have on a night out straight gone. Straight out oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, See yeah. Ya. Uh, yeah. All right. Do you have any superstitions? We'd love to hear from you. The lines are open. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. I want a good superstition if you're going to call us up. But give us a text. 0457-736-736. Tell us, what are your superstitions? You're on Summer Breakfast with James Magnuson and Jaleesa Apps. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast. We're brought to you by Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. I feel JA in on that word during the break. Um, well, she was, was aware of it. Yeah, but I just didn't associate it with rugby league. I just associated it with life. It's a rugby league. Well, yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend keeps telling me that swearing is a sign of intelligence. She's a big swearer. Yeah. She's a lawyer and she reckons lawyers swear a lot. Yeah. She goes, it's a sign like... of intelligence. Yep. Well, I, call I me a dummy it. then because I'm not saying it. Uh, <laughs> I, I swear a lot. Hey, uh, yesterday, J.A., this comes as a surprise to a lot of people, but Mac Horton announced his retirement from swimming. Yeah, it didn't surprise you, you were telling me. No, not particularly. I mean, we're we're only, well, we're months away now from Paris. Um, Are you going? Like not swimming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I am. I am going over. Very good. Yeah, yeah. You can't reveal anything? Well, it's all still in the works, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm. He's making a comeback. I'm heading over. Yeah, he's doing it. Mac out, James in. Yeah, get me on those blocks Start next to Sun Yang. Rumors. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'll take the uh, the wall clippers with me. <laughs> Fix him up this time. I help you out, Sun Yang. Reach out. Uh, no, so he's. I think we're about four, five months out now from the Olympic trials. Okay. Um, but. For those who don't know, a little timeline of Mac. Uh, Mac won gold in the 400 freestyle in Rio. That was the famous race against Sun Yang. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, I'm not sure if he won a Com Games or not. He won a world. No, he got silver at a world champs at one point there. That's when he didn't stand on the podium next to Sun Yang. But by the Tokyo Olympics, and this swimming is one of those sports that moves so quickly. You know, the next yep. kid up on the block is just. The procession line, particularly in Australia, is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the time Tokyo came around, 2021, uh, he missed out on individual events and swam the heats of the 4x200 freestyle relay uh, in Tokyo. Didn't have any individual events. And look, without knowing exactly, you don't know where people are at. It would have been a tall order for Mac to qualify right, okay. for this Olympics. So Is that just, just because the demand behind him is? Yeah, yeah. There's just there's there's just always another kid coming through, um, and it moves quickly. He 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 actually moved his whole life up to um, Queensland to train on the Gold Coast with Michael Bowl, who's yep. one of the most famous coaches in Australia. Um, but for whatever reason, you know, the sport moves quickly. Um, he wasn't quite at the same level that he was in, in Rio. Um, and so it's a good decision. I think you'd hate to see him go to another Olympic trials, miss the team completely and then retrospectively retire as a result of performance. Can I ask when you retired, were you so like 
said on it, like you were like, I'm, I know this is like, I'm ready to retire. Or did you go back and forth for a while? Uh, no, I, I knew I, I'm so stubborn and set in my ways that when I made my first Commonwealth games team in 2010 as an 18 year old, yeah. I looked ahead at, they, they just announced that 2018, the Gold Coast would have the Commonwealth games. And I said, I'll retire after that Commonwealth games Why? when I was 18. What if you were re- like still... Just new. When you know, you know, J.A.R. Big show today, J.A. Coming up, we've got Brett Phillips to talk Australian Open and Clint Newton. We're going to talk about that weird Ronald Volkman saga down at the Dragons. Mm. Stay with us. You're on 1170 AM SEN.